Hi, welcome to Rockle and Russell's YouTube review. Each week we'll be setting each other challenges uh, on YouTube and finding videos for hopefully your entertainment. Hope you enjoy this current episode. Yeah. I think, Mark, this is episode 28, but with all the parts and stuff, I think it's like our 33rd episode. So it's uh, going all right. Um, yeah. Do we, do we do the chat again? Do I ask you how you are again? <laughs> so I do a different answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, how's your day been today? Yeah, not bad. I went to a uh, butternut squash festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you only said fiesta, I would have turned that off. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, go. I did listen when you did tell me the first time. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Good start, mate. <laughs> what I was going to ask, it seems like a while since we've done one of these, doesn't it? Because I think because we had a two-parter with Ryan. What was that, three weeks ago now? Maybe a little bit more. It must have been three weeks ago because it's been released in two parts in two consecutive weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of that had just gone and then the one before, so it would have been the one ahead of that. Mm. It was good. I like listening to that. I like I like a bit of expert. Yeah, uh, you'll have to watch uh, Lost at Christmas now when it's out on um, yeah. whatever channel it's due to be released on, which we couldn't say on the podcast. But yeah, that'll be out at Christmas, funnily enough. And um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I do like, I'm not one of them overly like obsessed Christmas people. I don't like, I'm not uh, one of those counting down the sleeps people. No. But when it's there, I do enjoy it. I think, mate, I've got to be honest, I enjoy it because it means that there's a, a, a period of time off work and yeah. just doing doing fun stuff yeah so nothing nothing too sort of um unusual about that just having a break at the end of the year but um yeah, yeah always always do like a christmas film on so uh, good to have enough to add to the list yeah because my uh, nephew is in it he's um plays one of the uh well he plays one of the boys in it and he's like had to like snog one of the other girls one of the one of the one of the girls in it <laughs> and just like throughout it just thinking oh, i'm not it's going to be weird seeing him do that like on 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 like a big screen kind of thing it was just weird seeing him on telly full stop and then yeah. but then talking to him I, I said oh really you actually did really well there mate I was expecting to take the mickey out of you and you've done actually all right and he was like yeah I see I see the d like the d I got in drama done me proud <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I'm very you know quite cool I hope he does well hope he gets a little bit of fame out of it because I think I'm currently unemployed so <laughs> I was going to say so this week we are going to be talking about uh, Norm Macdonald who sadly passed away and it's yeah. our second one of these like not Norm Macdonald but of comedians who are sadly no longer with us yeah um, I think he, he sort of died like a week well it, it felt like only a, a week or so after the Sean Locke one and it was yeah it was a big a big surprise big shock and um, obviously less talked about um, over here because of he's not as big over here is he but yeah a, a firm favorite of ours from way back in the day isn't he well i've got to be honest i i i'm to him more later because i think you're you're a watcher of saturday night live yeah whereas i'm i'm interested in the program and the history of it and i've watched kind of programs about yeah. but without having having watched the show itself that often so i i don't remember him from seeing him on that i just mm. i just remember seeing him from um hearing hearing people like conan o'brien keep referring to him and i was thinking i've got to look at who this bloke is so probably like a year or so ago i sort of properly yeah. started watching YouTube clips of him and I, he's got to be 
well up high on the list of basically every YouTube. I would anyone who's listening mm. to this still, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if, if you if you if you start, I just I, I think you'll you will go down the uh, yeah obligatory wormhole because they're just they're all funny all the clips yeah and it kind of suits um, we've got a dark bit of a darker sense of humour I think in Britain in general yeah and uh, there's a big shock value to a lot of his jokes and some of them are really like near the knuckle and some of them are way over the line but um, <laughs> you know I think we kind of like that he's he's not to like Frankie Boyle where it's for the sake of it. I think he's kind of quite clever with um, his jokes, and because it's Norm Macdonald and he's been doing that all his career, he kind of get away gets away a bit as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he's um, he's got a really good sounding like he doesn't know what he's doing, yeah, which almost sort of excuses him for going over the line because it's like oh he, did, he didn't realise he was doing that when when he knows exactly what he's doing. He, he, uh, what what he does a lot is he he retells. I suppose what will be considered like classic jokes that everyone's heard, but you don't realise it's the joke you've already heard before until the punchline because he, he puts his own spin on it so well. Yeah. And, and he doesn't tell it as a joke. He tells it as a story, like as if, oh, this, guess what happened to me the other day? Yeah. And he's going through it and adding so many little twists to it that you don't realise until it gets right to the end that you're like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, a lot of people talk about his, um, the moth that goes into the doctor's room. Yeah. Yeah, the moth joke. And it's, it, it's known as the moth joke. And if you think if you're an American and you say the moth joke, you'll think of Norm Macdonald kind of thing, even yeah. as an old joke. Like, but he makes it a kind of five minute joke, and the punchline is the moth went to the doctors because he had his light on. Isn't it? That was basically yeah. it. But <laughs> but it's such a famous kind of telling of it. Um, yeah, yeah. He's a, a, like I think from Saturday Night Live, and then through, you know, he's never been in big parts in movies, but when he does pop up, I, I like I'm happy that he's there. But also, he's like, I think he's got a bit part in Billy Madison. You know, he's got, yeah, he's not really, oh, he's got, um, he's in Man on the Moon, but for like 30 seconds, a force of nature when it comes to comedy, definitely. And um, have you seen that interview he does with Jim Carrey? And Jim Carrey goes, oh, you remember that day you came to the set of Man on the Moon? And Norman, Norman McDonald's like, what, the day I was in the movie? Like, <laughs> completely forgot about him. Have you got any favourite, like, Norm jokes? Or are we going to come on to them in your clip? One that I came close to picking was the turtle joke one, but that's not... Yeah. It's not the joke itself. The bit I like in that is just his reaction. Someone questions part of the setup as it maybe <laughs> not make sense. Yeah. And he just, he completely just diffuses the fact that they've just maybe, the fact that this joke doesn't work. When they, the bit that they query, he just sort of pauses for a second and just goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard his professor of logic joke? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one as well. Yeah, I will tell it quickly. But it's basically he, a guy talk, is talking to a professor of logic at a party. Yeah. And says, like, oh, I'm a professor of logic and I can t tell things from you. So do you own a doghouse? And yeah. he goes, right, so you're a straight married man. And he goes, how do you know that from owning a doghouse? And he goes, well, if you've got a doghouse, you've got a dog. If you've got a dog, you've got kids. If you've got kids, you've got a wife. If you've got a wife. You live in a house like like that, and um, then the guy goes off and speaks to someone in a bus stop or something. Yeah, a bus goes, stop. Yeah, he goes. I met a professor of logic last night, and he goes right. He goes. Uh, have you got a doghouse? And the guy says no. He goes. Oh, so you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> but he takes, like I say, five or six minutes, and then he's talking about like having a cigarette at the bus stop, and then someone walks up to him called like Keith or like, you know, and he goes into such, like you get distracted from the actual joke and then he hits you with that punchline. It's, yeah. He's fantastic at doing it. 
Um, and I think in America, he's almost known as the best late night talk show host. Uh, look, um, sorry, late night talk show guest of all time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he's he's, he's got to be from what I've seen. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the clips that I was kind of referring to are him on Conan and him on Letterman and him on um, uh, yeah. <laughs> James Corden. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think he was supposed to do the late late show after Craig Ferguson. He tried to start a Twitter campaign, and then yeah. James Corden got it and. Uh, Obviously, the rest is history. But <laughs> I think you would did have you saved... ever see? Did you ever watch the um, the sports show? Norm? Yeah, um, yeah. I think I watched a thing called the Man Show, and it was similar to that, wasn't it? But they were they just they they're just all on. There was only one series of it by the looks of yeah. it. One, but they're all they're all on YouTube, like in their entirety. You know, just like the full. They're only about twenty five minutes long each, but mm. good good combination of of him and the, and his jokes. But he's well, he's a, he was a big gambler, wasn't he? So yeah, um, say. So a sports fan as well as being like interested because he's probably got money on it all the time. Yeah. And he had like some seriously harsh opinions about the WNBA and British soccer yeah. and stuff, doesn't he? Don't, he's not yeah. a big fan of either. Yeah. I can tell you, but like all his sport involvement, I can tell you a team he supports or anything. No, uh, I don't know where he would, where's he from? He's Canadian, isn't he? So yeah, he's from Ottawa. And I only know that because of that Bill Cosby story he tells on Letterman. Oh yeah. About his dad being dead. I think it's in our episode two. There you go. Celebrity anecdotes, yeah. yeah. No, I've deleted it. <laughs> yeah. well, maybe I'll put that back on there. Right, so we, should we watch a clip and get into it? Testimony during the final week provided some spellbinding moments. In a brilliant move during closing arguments, Simpson attorney Johnny Cochran put on the knit cap prosecutors say O.J. wore the night he committed the murders. Although O.J. may have heard his case when he suddenly blurted out, Hey, hey, easy with that. That's my lucky stabbing hat. <laughs> Maybe not an auspicious start. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's um, um, Norm MacDonald on week Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. One of the, the better Weekend Update presenters. And yeah, I love that. That joke's not like a home run, but it's the way he kind of just looks down the camera after it. Not many people yeah. are laughing at it, but he's just staring at you like... That's what I've got. That's what I'm giving you. And you can either take that and laugh at it, or he didn't really care, I feel. Don't you think? No, he um I think OJ became one of his kind of go-to things, didn't it? There's there's yeah. um I think there's like sort of 14, 15 minute clips on YouTube of all like OJ jokes one after the other. And I think <laughs> he took to tweeting at him as well at one point, didn't he? I think I've yeah, heard. He just used to refer to him as the murderer at points. And then yeah. Um, it was the, um, the famous one he did at that S that ESPN awards yeah. as well. So yeah. no one can take that trophy away from you to like yeah. the next OJ Simpson. Went, Unless you stab your wife and a waiter. Like <laughs> 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 but yeah, so he was a weekend update host after and I think there was someone interim between Chevy Chase and him. And then uh, after him it's gone on to Colin Jost and um, Michael Che. Uh, quite a few people have done it. Amy Poehler, Jimmy uh, Fallon, and I don't think anyone's everyone who's done that has gone on to do well. I think. And yeah. He, he was kind of a later on, you know, when he was on Saturday Night Live, he was probably older than we are now. Everyone kind of looked at him and really, <laughs> he didn't care who he was talking to. So where a new member of staff would come in, I don't think he'd have much to do with that person if they were like no. eighteen or nineteen. I think they just saw him as the weekend update host, and he'd go into like sketches here and there. But not massively, you know, like um, Keenan Thompson now, you know, from Keenan and Kel. He's an SNL yeah. cast member. And he's yeah. in hundreds of sketches. He's in like, you know, you'll see him four, five, six times, like a night on a Saturday Night Live in a sketch. But Norm MacDonald just really chose what he wanted to be in 
and I think a few of the, the uh, sketches will come on to one later where he just is, does a good impression of someone so they just use him <laughs> as that person throughout <laughs> yes I um yeah I'd, I'd like to see obviously they're there on YouTube but I don't know if there is like a definitive just all of his weekend update stuff yeah I imagine it'd be it quite how, a long well yeah because how long was each how long was it on a on a typical yeah it's kind of like one section so it'd be I think it kind of runs for two hours a show and then obviously American programs, you get a lot of adverts, I think almost every quarter of an hour. So it'd come in at one point and then the next advert would be the last point. But yeah, within Weekend Update, he'd get uh, like other guests would be coming on and telling jokes and stuff and he'd be ten- pretending to interview. Yeah, Weekend Update's a good little slot, but they used to have kind of characters come out at those points, like Opera Man the and yeah. uh, Adam Sandler used to sing the yeah the news and stuff as an opera bloke. And Tina Fey used to be do her um, Sarah Palin impression at those points. But Norm McDonald <laughs> don't really have any, like many guests people coming out when that now that's a really big thing like with uh stefan oh well stefan was bill hader but steph with seth myers i sent you that seth myers story about norm mcdonald when they first met him oh yeah with the, the kids yeah so he pushes his baby yeah. into the uh, uh 30 rock studios and says to <laughs> seth myers says well how's fatherhood going and norm looks in the the, the pram and goes still no abductions <laughs> <laughs> if it's going to tread on it you can cut it out Oh. But um, I don't know if either of us picked that um, little compilation that Adam Sandler put on Instagram when Norm died of the kind of behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. First time I watched that. Just explain the, the slide incident. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're watching you're watching a video, which is basically, um, I suppose, what you would call not not bloopers, um, like deleted scene it looks very much it's very much in the vein of like the deleted scenes you would see at the end of a film isn't it yeah. so it's just bits from the film uh they're all funny and then it cuts to him being interviewed like a little talking heads uh like press junket style interview and then it cuts to a bit where they're obviously filming a scene from is it one of the grown-ups films isn't it grown-ups three maybe or grown-ups yeah two. i think it's grown-ups two and they're in like a swimming pools like a splash pad thing and it, it just shows norm putting a <laughs> young lad a young boy on his lap and sliding down a little water just a tiny little water slide like a few <laughs> on, yeah. into the water and you don't really think too much of it until a mum appears and <laughs> blatantly didn't consent to it <laughs> yeah. the kid does not want to be taken down the no. slide by Norm yeah he's looking at Norm like he's some sort of uh, <laughs> yeah grabs our kid's hand to t- usher, usher, ushers the kid away from Norm and then he's like looking at him very sort of disparagingly and then as you pointed out to me because I'd watched it on my phone on the train or something hadn't heard it properly and then when I asked you if you'd seen it you said something to me that made me go back and watch it that just made me cry but just after he kind of got away with that indiscretion of picking up that kid for what did I refer to it as non non-consensual tandem sliding yeah <laughs> yeah uh, as the mum walks off he basically says do you want to make out now <laughs> He's just thinking, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put a big, big full stop at the end of this. Yeah. Uh, well, how I first come across um, Norm Macdonald, I will show you that clip, okay? And then I can, you know, go from there because this is more Saturday Night Live things, okay? Yeah. Um, mustard seeds. French Stewart. The answer, of course, is onions. I'll take condiments for 800. Thank you. That's not the right answer. Burt Reynolds. That's not my name. <laughs> Okay, 
Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? You buzzed in. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. <laughs> I hate my job. The answer was mustard. Mustard is made from mustard seeds. <laughs> Mr. Reynolds, it's still your board. Yeah, well, uh, why don't you give me, uh, <clears throat> why don't you give me ape tit for 200? It's not ape tit. <laughs> it's a petite, never mind. Let's just go to animal sounds for 600. This is the sound a doggy makes. Mr. Connery. Mole. No. Well, that's the sound your mother made last night. <laughs> okay, that's not necessary. Ah. Burt Reynolds. Who is, um, Scooby-Doo? No. Yeah. That was a funny dog, Scooby-Doo. He drove around a van and, uh, Solve mysteries. That is incorrect. No, that's correct. <laughs> I remember, you had a pal, Scrappy Doo. No. French Stewart, the sound a dog makes. Um, who is John Cafferty in the Beaver Brown Band? Thank you very much. I'll take animal sounds for 800. No. Good Lord. We would have accepted Bow Wow or Ruff. Oh, rough, just the way your mother likes it, Trevor. <laughs> so that was uh, Norm MacDonald. A little bit apart there. I'm not going to go through because it's like an eight-minute <laughs> sketch. Um, as Burt Reynolds on Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy, which was presented by Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek. <clears throat> so yeah, Jeopardy's not really a big thing over here, but it's massive in the state. On SNL, they would have Sean Connery every week. I think Daryl Hartman plays Sean Connery, who basically insults Alex Trebek throughout and tries to wind him up. And uh, and Burt Reynolds was <laughs> played by Norm Macdonald really well, just always chewing yeah. gum, quite an idiot and not really giving a shit about what's going on. <laughs> you can see he quite enjoys being on telly. At one point he puts on an oversized cowboy hat. And he, you can see him looking in the, <laughs> the monitors at his hat. And, yeah, getting answers wrong. And just when you read, read that script right, as Burt Reynolds, I'm going to just say Scooby-Doo had a friend, Scrappy-Doo. You think it's, it's just so inane and stupid. But <laughs> because it's Norm MacDonald doing Burt Reynolds, it's funny. And um, yeah. it, the running joke almost is um, Burt Reynolds would always ask for a category which was a, a combination of the words up there. So when he says ape tit instead of a petit déjeuner, um, and I think you asked for one, uh, the rapists, but the, the category's therapists and uh, <laughs> like things like that. Uh, I watched it on a Will Ferrell SNL, like volume one compilation kind of thing. And I thought like I was, Turd Ferguson was the best thing about it. I really laughed at that name. And then um, when I was barely 21, 22, I was living with Richard Jones, who's my flatmate at the time in Hatfield. And I had to be, to be friends with Richard, a lot of the time was spent on computer games and uh, Xbox Live. So my Xbox Live name was Turd Ferguson back in like early, well, probably late 90s, early 2000s. So it's, I think from that kind of point, Norm MacDonald's been in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it just, it's mad how much 
pleasure he's given me from just this little stupid like compilation like in the name Turd Ferguson <laughs> so um, have you ever seen the, any of the Jeopardy compilation no no I've never seen I've, well I've seen that yeah when I've been to going through my own little trips but never, never seen it we were talking earlier about Norm Macdonald um, his chat show have you seen the episode with um, Stephen Merchant yes well the, that was like um, that wasn't the recent Netflix chat show was it it was no. the, the, the Norm Macdonald live that's the internet like show a, wasn't it yeah yeah the, the, the <laughs> online one yeah and in that he asks him the question he goes oh you're um um you've got a degree in politics um in politics <laughs> and Stephen Merchant says yeah and he goes, so who's uh, <laughs> who's the better person, Martin Luther King or Stalin? <laughs> <laughs> Norm Macdonald on a few episodes of that, because like we going back to what we said earlier about how kind of near the mark he likes to go sometimes. He does yeah. get a bit like obsessed or a bit of a bee in his bonnet about certain things. And when he was obviously because of the British connection, when he was speaking to Stephen Merchant, he insists on trying to talk about Jimmy Savile. Oh yeah, but 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 pronounces it wrong and calls him Jimmy Seville. Yeah, almost quite and nice. Like... Said, don't 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 make him sound distinguished. Yeah, by well, it's, it's, the way he pronounces. Yeah, he's trying to say it like in a French accent or something, isn't it? Just yeah. just Jimmy Savile, wasn't it? Or Seville? Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy um, Seville. Yeah, and he's talking about the BBC covering it up and all sorts, doesn't he? And yeah. Stephen Merchant obviously getting paid by the BBC. Stephen <laughs> Merchant. Incredibly says, uncomfortable. Like, Stephen Merchant, obviously, straight away, mm-hmm. is probably thinking, oh, God, I don't really want to be talking about this, especially yeah. not with him, because he'll yeah. kind of drag me <laughs> drag me down with him. But Stephen Merchant says, oh, yeah, he was uh, one of our most uh, prolific uh, paedophiles and an all-round bad egg. And Norm says, oh, I knew about the paedophile thing. I didn't know about the all-round bad egg. He kind of, they had a kind of group of friends, didn't they? Like Sandler, David Spade, Norm MacDonald, um, Rob Schneider. Like there was quite a few yeah. of them in a little bunch that, and they'd go on shows together and they did grown-ups together. And yeah, and they always seem to be having a lot of fun. But I thought, think Norm always really stands out for me out of them, like especially on the, on the late night talk shows. I think you... Um pretty quickly when you start watching the clips of him yeah in and around like in in sort of esteemed company like that you start to get a sense pretty quickly from the way other people talk about him you realize that they all yeah consider him to be like the one the one that makes them laugh the most i think i noticed this when we were looking at the sean lock clips a lot of the a lot of the um the clips that i find myself drawn to is when the people he's talking to really laugh i just think i like watching other people laugh so yeah the Sean Lock ones where Jimmy Carr ends up sort of crying and having to sort of stop and yeah. wipe tears. <laughs> and there's quite a few of the ones of these that I was sort of watching uh, with with like Conan O'Brien sort of throwing his hands up and sort of uh, just almost like standing up and walking away from his from his desk. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't. Co- well, not no, it's not that he can't compete because he's not trying to compete, but he just mm. he he momentarily sort of is forced to just drop out of being the host because he's just, he's just been made to laugh so much that he's Mm. just like a a sort of a fan or a a viewer. Yeah, exactly. With Conan O'Brien, I think he's kind of, he likes being the center of attention. Uh, Even as a, as the chat show host, he likes to be the funniest person there. And I think with Norm, he's really up against it. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> Actually, that's my next clip, so I'll, I'll play that. I've been on a lot of shows, but there's no better crowd than you just right here. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> You're a 
pro. <laughs> you're a pro. You came out here. You lit this crowd up. I'm you, just telling the truth. You're a truth teller. You got your uh, you got your book. There? Oh yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. read some of it. You don't have to do. You don't. You don't have to do that. <laughs> That's rich. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you something. Yeah. What's up, pal? This is not a memoir. It says my memoir on it. Oh yeah. Well, I, I thought this was a memoir. I no. thought this was. No, it only says a memoir on it, but yeah. it's a novel. I don't know, so I'm, you know, I, I was angry when it was in the fiction, nonfiction. Yeah. Because it's a, a memoir. It says a memoir. It doesn't mean anything. Right. It's like if you, you know, bought Grapes of Wrath, you're like, hey, there's no grapes. Yeah. Know? Or you put it in the grape section. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Then everybody will find Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. People that like grapes. Okay, listen. Norm, <laughs> settle yeah. down. This Have is... I made my point? You made your point. Uh... <laughs> I, if I, this was a memoir, if this were a memoir, yeah. I would put juicy things from my own life. Right, right. Like, what kind of things would you put in there that nobody knows? Well, I guess the biggest thing that nobody knows about me is I'm a deeply closeted gay man. What? I mean, that's, I mean, that's, you're a gay man? I'm not gay. <laughs> I said I'm deeply closeted. <laughs> Well, I'm wait. as straight as an arrow. <laughs> so you're a gay man who won't admit it. No, no. Do you know what deeply closeted means? Yeah. It means a man who will not acknowledge that he's gay. Yes. So I'm telling you, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a wife. I just, you got a wife. I just got married because I thought, uh, go through that charade, uh, keep appearances up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so, the kind of thing you'd tell if yeah. this were a memoir. Yeah, if, if this, this a mem were a memoir, right. if this were a memoir, I would tell about my wife, what a battle axe. <laughs> a I battle mean, axe? I mean, I, no I, one's called their wife a battle axe since 1945. Listen, come. How do you feel about a woman? She's supposed to be my life partner. I look in the mirror the other day and I says to her, I says, honey, I look in the mirror and all I see is a fat, ugly old man. And I need you to give me a compliment. She says, all right, then. Uh, your eyesight is damn near perfect. I said, you dirty dog. <laughs> Wait, you, you called her a dirty dog? A dirty dog. A well, dirty dog. We have fights constantly. Oh, you, you know? do, do you? Oh, and sometimes it bleeds over. Like, we were driving a car. We went past a bunch of animals. There was a pig, a cow. And I, I admit this is a little cruel. You were yeah. kind of mad at her at the time. I was mad at her, so I say, hey, you see that pig, that cow, you know, horse? That remind you of any of your relatives? She says, yeah, my in-laws. I said, you dirty dog. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> wow. Dirty dog again. Wow. I tell you, until I met my wife, I always felt incomplete. Now I'm finished. <laughs> the, Arthur, yeah, I must have watched a slightly different clip because one of the, that that same sort of that same bit ends with him sort of telling that story about uh, being in a being in a coma. No, go on, hit me, the doctor. The, yeah, the, the the doctor telling him again. It's another one of those ones that we said about where it's a joke that you probably heard before, but yeah. obviously he sort of leads you off down these little avenues, and I think even Conan doesn't realise where it's going. <laughs> yeah. And he does the joke where the doctor advises him that the best way to sort of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's through oral sex, isn't it? His wife's in a coma. To wake her up, he needs to... The best thing to do is oral sex. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes walking out and, and says, oh, what, what are you doing? And he says, oh, she's choking.
Because <laughs> he does the interview and he does it slightly differently than he normally does. He's not like, <laughs> he's not telling jokes, jokes, jokes. He kind of goes out and for that interview, he I remember there was an interview and they asked him about this interview. I know, fucking like the inception. And he said, I, he just wanted to try and be like Rodney Dangerfield for one interview. Just go out yeah. and just just hit hit people with joke, 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 like in-laws, in-laws, wife, 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 kind of. And then just turn, uh, yeah, what's up with you, Johnny? Like, and then laughing. <laughs> and um, if you watch like any Rodney Dangerfield, it's brilliant. Like, and he was like yeah. his, he was his comedic hero. And Rodney Dangerfield came out on, um, I should have used that clip really, on the, <laughs> the weekend update. And they kind of went joke for joke. And it's just like two people at the top of their game almost you know it's amazing yeah. like you, you think of Rodney Dangerfield as kind of like this stupid Caddyshack one you know crap comedian but if you really think about the craft how he came out and did it and just you know it's a bit Les Dawson mother-in-law like jokes yeah. and stuff even if something like that if you're the best at it it must be it's still good isn't it <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know who Rodney Dangerfield was for years and years. And the first time I saw him and I heard his voice, I immediately placed him as he did the voice of Homer's long lost brother in an early Simpsons episode, didn't he? Yeah, um, Herb. I always remember really laughing at that Uncle Herb character because I found the voice and the things that he said so far so funny. Yeah, but just... I suppose at the time, I was much younger, just didn't really care or know who it was, things like that. You know, it's, it's, it's just a cartoon character. You don't kind of think that it might be someone with a with a profile and who's famous. And then, just yeah, just years later, I saw Rodney Dangerfield on a cliff and I was like, that's Uncle Herb. <laughs> yeah, but have you heard his single? No, I don't think right. so. Well, you're about to, you lucky devil. It oh, is, is, this the rap, is this the rap one? Rapping rap Rodney, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I tell you, I'm all right now, but last we got some rough shape. <laughs> I don't get a break with nothing. I played hide and seek when I was three. No respect, no respect. Why they wouldn't even look for me. No respect, <laughs> no respect. I was an ugly kid, I never had fun. No respect, no respect. They took me to a dog show and I won. No respect, no respect. When I was born, I brought no joy. No respect, no respect. My old man said he wanted a boy. No respect, no respect. I was an ugly kid, always alone. No respect, no respect. Halloween, I had a trick-or-treat over the phone. No respect, no respect. <laughs> well, that will very much do with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not seeing the video. I've only heard the song. So that was quite a special occasion, that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you'll have to look it up on our website that no one looks at um, but yeah Rodney Dangerfield going around a courtroom while people fall asleep and the jury three women in very glittery outfits going no respect oh, yeah the chorus is, is even worse but but that wasn't like a remix that's not someone taking his jokes and putting them into a thing of music they come up with that <laughs> the music goes to his jokes he's written those well he probably hasn't written the jokes for that song but yeah <laughs> yeah like the english equivalent is the my mother-in-law so fat isn't it yeah <laughs> you should have uh you should have put that forward for the uh jaguar skills worst raps ever oh it's actually that's how i heard of it it's in. Oh, it right. was in that. It was in the top oh, twenty. It? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear all of it in the end. I'll tell you the one that I thought of, like after it, which was too late for the mm. for the Jaguar Skills one. Did do you remember seeing 
um, I think they featured it in the, uh, there was a documentary, I think it was on the iPlayer a while ago. Right. It was called like One Man in His Shoes. It was the, the documentary about like Air Jordans and the birth of Air yeah. Jordans with Mike. And they showed the Converse advert from the time. Right. That, you know, this, this, is, this is what they had to beat basically. Yeah, and it was all, all the established players like Larry Bird that were mm. Converse, and they did like did like a rap, <laughs> no. a rap, a rap yeah. video. Yeah, and the, the Larry Bird bit in it is just yeah, like dreadful. Like, not a great talker, let alone <laughs> no. rap, uh, rapping. Oh yeah, and I, like you look at um, Larry Bird, and he doesn't even look like a basketball player, let alone a rapper. <laughs> No, I mean Larry Bird has got to be well up there. Like occasionally, that, like there's pictures of of Lionel Messi, um, yeah. sort of earlier in his career. It's hard now because you you're so aware now of how great he is that yeah. you sort of look at him and just like that. But there are there are sort of pictures from the his early career where you're like, nah, that would like if someone said to you that's like the greatest football player in the world, you wouldn't believe him. But Larry yeah. Bird, I don't think there's ever a better example of someone that just doesn't look the part. He's, yeah, he's tall, but that's it. But in a in a in a in a sport and a league that was dominated by a certain type of person and he was just nothing like the all-star game where they do the three-point competition and he's just still yeah. in his track wins it still in his tracksuit and then oh like, yeah in his rookie year went into the changing rooms when everyone's like getting ready for the three-point contest and he like said right who's who's getting second place today then like yeah. <laughs> people are like who the fuck is this bloke and i love that um i know we're off the topic a bit but the the, the game in um the practice game in uh, barcelona 92 and yeah, he's just on the side, and then Jordan saying, "Oh, there's a new sheriff in town," and <laughs> Larry Bird sitting down, going, "He ain't wrong. He's not wrong." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yep. Any commissions? Naomi's art diary, and her husband, who follows her, follows follows us on Instagram as well, who runs CXP Clothing, uh, who uh, de- decked out um, Deontay Wilder last uh, night, and shorts were made by him and stuff, and. Yeah, that's really cool for them. Also, actually, I had a golf weekend and one of the guys listened to our podcast, Jonathan Wedge, who is an author and his stuff is available on Amazon. There you go, Wedgie. (laughs) (laughs) I said I'd do it. (laughs) So there you go for our 1,700 listeners. Buy Jonathan Wedge lipstick or if you've got kids, he does a series of kids books and they're very good. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to buy a kid's book. Oh, and book Lewis, on, on the subject of kids' books, uh, yeah. Lewis, Lewis Mooney, uh, Crock oh, and yeah. the Chock, his, his, second, his second children's book, which is kind of doing well and um, available as an e-book uh, read by uh, Hugh Bonneville. No oh, less. really? How'd, yeah. how'd, he get, how'd he get that to happen? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I'm uh, awful for it. So I think to myself, like, well, I'm going to get fit. Okay, so I need to get myself some trainers, right? <laughs> now the trainers here. I probably need to get something. I don't want to run without music, so I need to get a thing that holds my phone in on my arm, like, <laughs> and then I get to it and like, oh, do you know what? It's, it's weather's turned. <laughs> 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 well, I'm terrible, but then like I think by from moving away and coming to Chepstow, uh, I contacted a few like vets football teams and said I wouldn't mind doing a bit of training and stuff. So I started playing five-a-side on a Wednesday when I'm not at work. And uh, I thought, this is great. I really enjoyed it. I didn't feel like I was too terrible at it more compared to the people around me. And then um, 
I like pulled my calf muscle and I just thought, do you know what? I fucking hate that. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I have to use my energy in the right places. Cause I haven't got a lot of it. So I think if I do a proper warm up, I'll be fucked for like five minutes. <laughs> I'll have to go and go. So I won't warm up. I'll warm up while I'm playing and then I'll pull my calf and then I had to go and go and I couldn't stretch to stop the ball or anything. So I had like 50 minutes of standing in goal, just watching the ball go in the net, hopefully get back to it soon. I don't know what made me, specifically made me think of it then, but I, I was with my mates on Friday. Oh yeah. Slash Saturday morning from Sheffield. Brendan has always been like good for a, a story of going out and getting pissed and, and whatnot. Yeah, he told me one day. A lot of the time, because we see each other like once a year or whatever, the, the stories are the same ones every time. Yeah, sure. You've not heard them for a year. But he, he told this to me the other day that he uh, he hadn't before that he was out working in London, mm. and he was out on the out on the beers afterwards, and he had a plan to get the last train from Euston back to Northampton. That mm. by the time he got home, it'll be like half two in the morning. And he was, but he was having a really good time, and he didn't want to leave everyone and have to head off for the last train. And he thought, oh well, if I get the first train then tomorrow morning, that's yeah. at like five, I'll be home by seven, half seven. What's the difference? You know, if yeah. I get home at half two, go to sleep and wake up at home at seven or just sort of get mm-hmm. home at seven and then wake up at half past seven. Wherever. So he took that option and then like fell asleep on the train, ended up in the wrong place, had to get buses yeah. and taxis and to get home. Got home at about half nine on the Saturday morning and was um, greeted, basically. He, he walked in, sat down on the sofa and then his wife just walked in and went, there are your two children. You're looking after them. I'm going out. And he basically was... He knew that he was in the doghouse, so he sort of just—he was like, "I'm, I'm going to style it out. I'm just going to go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, I've got yeah. no problem with that. I, I deserve that. It's my turn. You've done it all." He said that he was having that conversation, and then the next minute, he said he opened his eyes and he felt like no time had passed at all. Yeah, and he was still still sat on the sofa with his wife still stood in front of him, <laughs> and he was like, "Look," and he looked at her and said, "What? What? It's fine. Don't worry about it. You go out." Yeah. I'm, I'm good and she went I have been out I've been out for four hours <laughs> and he, he basically like had yeah. the conversation in the morning she'd left she walked <laughs> off he'd fallen asleep like instantly yeah and, the, then, and, and he said he looked around and the house was the two kids had just run riot destroyed the house he had drawn all over his face <laughs> <laughs> he was just sort of yeah. like, upright just to sleep exactly where she left him <laughs> Four hours later. Um, oh, dear. Yeah. Do you, you find, like, now, like, I suppose you might get this as well. I think all blokes get it. Um, where you meet up with other blokes and there'll be a point in the night where you're all complaining about your partners. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, when they're complaining about things, I'm actually really lucky. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, But you're still going, yeah, God, isn't it awful? <laughs> when they do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, when they're out and they're out clubbing with their mates, yeah, God, fucking can't stand it when she does that. <laughs> Zoe's <laughs> at home with a puzzler. First of all, uh, I know you're a big sports fanatic. Oh, I love you're sports. Also, you're also a guy that keeps up on the news, and there's there's big news out there in the sporting well, world. Uh, the big news is Oscar Pistorius. Yeah, huge news. And uh, I don't like him. Don't care for him. Never did. Really, you don't like Oscar Pistorius even before. He, what are you doing? Oh, I, have, I have something in my tooth. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't you like didn't, him. You didn't, you're saying, I mean, a lot of people don't like him now that he uh, a lot murdered of people, somebody, but, yeah. but before allegedly, that. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Yeah. 
But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't have problems with uh, the murder. Right. But uh, <laughs> what, what I never liked, I never liked him racing with them uh, things that looked like uh, some wily coyote would order. And uh, what? Well, they were. You had a problem with him racing with his uh, blades. His blades. He was the Blade Runner. Yes, Those he was. Those Teflon blades. I did have a big problem with it because, uh, well, I'll put it this way. Let's imagine you're a runner, uh, you know, with legs. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then you go home, you go, oh, I lost, honey. Who'd you lose to? Guy with no legs. Wait, wait, you're saying that you didn't like <laughs> that Oscar Pistorius raced against people with legs? No, I don't. I feel that uh, one of the basic requirements of being a, a sprinter is having legs. <laughs> I, I feel... that they should say, okay, listen, let's, uh, here's the, hey, what about you? Uh, I don't think you can be on the team. Why not? Well, you, you, you're not a biped. <laughs> you have no legs, so scram. Okay. You, you take your time as long as you want. <laughs> but get the hell out of here. No one's going with you on this. Nobody is with you on this well, at all. Except the feller at home that's like, that's that son of a bitch I lost my race to that got no legs. <laughs> Are you saying he had an unfair advantage because he had these? Well, of course. He had uh, uh, rocket ships. They're not rocket ships. Okay. Andy, help me out here. No, he still had, it's still him running. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, guys, I agree with you then. Oscar Pistorius is a scholar and a gentleman. All right. <laughs> uh, he's a murderer. Well, he turned it around. Alleged. Alleged murderer. Oh, absolutely uh, fantastic. Uh, uh, he does. He did a very similar kind of skit on Conan. Oh, might not have been Conan actually. When he's talking about Viagra, <laughs> have you seen that? And he's like, "Oh, only old <laughs> men can get Viagra." So who has got the big rock hard cock? <laughs> not us normal people. <laughs> it's all these old men. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Yeah, he's not on the fence there about Oscar Pistorius at all, is he? <laughs> uh, no, that was the dead. That was a dead cert for me. So the minute we were doing this, that was always going to yeah. be in there. That clip. I just remember the first time I watched that. I probably just I, the first time I saw that. I then I think I just watched it again. I reckon I like five or six times in a row, like one after the other. Because I think the first time, just the concept of what he's saying is funny, and then it's mm. it's one of them things. As you watch it again, yeah, you, you you've missed bits by laughing. So the, the bit that we were laughing at then, when he when he sort of um, acts out the bit where the bloke tells him, you know, yeah. beat it, scram, well, take your time, take you know, as long as you need. <laughs> yeah. Just things like that are just such little extra things. And I love, you know, we said we said earlier, and near the mark with stuff like that, mm. being controversial by doing that sort of allegedly, but also really. <laughs> but have you, have you seen the clip when he goes on like that, um, like Loose Women style programme? Um, called The View, where he, yeah. he says about Bill Clinton being a murderer. No, I haven't. Oh, God, it's funny, because obviously he's not on, like, a Conan, you know, he's not on yeah. a show where someone's aware of what he might do or what he might say, and he's yeah, used to comedian people joy. being risky, and he's just on, this, on the sofa with, like, two two women either side of... Barbara Walters was the name that I yeah. saw. They asked him, like, oh, you're a big fan of uh, George W. Bush, aren't you? And he was saying, yeah, you know, he's a good guy, a genuine guy, da 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 hasn't ever killed anybody. There's just this little bit of sort of discomfort amongst them. Yeah. And then you, you think that they're going to be able to move it on, and then he just goes in and starts saying, you know, I, I think we need to get homicide out of the White House. And, and <laughs> it, it's, it's all su suggestive 
and it's making them uncomfortable as he's saying things like that. Mm. And then you think that that's all he's going to do is just suggest these things and just let other people kind of make up their own minds of what he's saying. And then all of a sudden he just he just says, Bill Clinton killed a guy. And they're going, right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and they're quite surreal sometimes with the jokes, even though like when he's talking about Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, but I invented the light bulb up my ass. <laughs> like, yeah. Ike, um, can I show you a part of a show that he was in that you may have forgotten about? He was the voice in this programme. I don't know if you remember it, but I remember it. Oh, I think I know what you're going to pick, but go on. Yeah? Oh, no. No. Right, I'd, I'd like anyone at this point, if they, you know what this programme is, you've done well, because it wasn't a big hit. Hey, guys, every one of them has a message from someone that needs the help solving the mystery. Maybe before we take on the next mystery, we solve the mystery of figuring out how to turn me back into a human being. I mean, I have an actual interest in solving that mystery, unlike every other one. You deserve to be turned into a pigeon by your wife because you're disgusting. Ex-wife, and you don't know anything about relationships, you little homeschooled weirdo. Well, I think the most <laughs> obvious mystery to solve is who is my mother and why did she leave me on Mike Tyson's doorstep when I was a baby? Probably because she didn't want you. There, mystery solved. <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm, you're an asshole. She's not an asshole, and that's not how you talk around a young lady. Why are you still here? You got what you wanted. He's no fun. He doesn't party. He doesn't beat up random people. You basically turned him into you, except he's not a closeted homosexual. You know what? F you. That's it, team. Now we're all on the same page. <laughs> Here's an interesting fact. Although many people pronounce it Pulitzer, the correct pronunciation is actually Pulitzer. Oh, my God. What? She looks exactly like my ex-wife. Oh, God. Sandra. Ah. So, would you say the Pulitzer melted in the fire, or would you say the Pulitzer melted in the fire? Right. So, well done if anyone got that. But that is Mike Tyson Mysteries, season one. Um, I don't think there was much of a season two. <laughs> but Norm Macdonald played the drinking pigeon. He, I think he does something, he cheats on his wife and his wife curses him and puts him into the body of a pigeon. And then he's kind of like the, the light relief. <laughs> the characters in that programme are brilliant. So Mike Tyson plays himself in it, where he's an idiot. I was going to say, that sounded like <laughs> yeah, him. It, it sound like him. I, I think that's not, that's not an impressionist. It's no. too good. And then there's a, a young yeah. uh, Asian girl who um, is left on Mike Tyson's doorstep, as he said, a pigeon who is Norm Macdonald trapped in a pigeon's body, and the ghost of the Marquis of Queensbury. <laughs> that's the other character's <laughs> part. And they solve, like, Scooby-Doo-style mysteries. And it's a cartoon on Adult Swim, and it is fucking brilliant. <laughs> And if there's ever we ever do an episode on underrated TV programs, Mike Tyson Mysteries is brilliant. And I'm going to go and re-watch re them, excuse me, in my own time. <laughs> when you were lining that up and you said about him doing a voice, I, I thought it was going to be... Did Norm Was Norm the voice of the grim like, death in Family Guy? Yeah, he, he was. Uh, yes, he was the... 
but yeah, Mike Tyson mysteries. I'm glad you haven't actually seen any because we could have gone for a while on that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I think I'm, are they are they all available? Are they? Yeah, um, you, they're YouTubeable. YouTubeable. So they're, they're on Adult Swim. Uh, I can't remember who told yeah. me about them, but then I was. It kind of cropped up when we were going through this. Uh, I thought, oh, what else is Norm McDonald doing? I went, I'm sure he was a voiceover for something. And uh, yeah, but like as an uncouth something. <laughs> and then the pigeon from Mike Tyson Mysteries. Yeah, so there are, <laughs> like Mike Tyson goes to a chess competition, right? <laughs> it's a mystery. So Mike Tyson owns homing pigeons, right? And on every pigeon yeah. there is a new mystery. And so he picks a pigeon and then goes and tries to solve that mystery, which leads him to a chess competition. And one of the chess players says he's the grand grandmaster. And Mike Tyson beats him to a bloody pulp because he thinks he's the grandmaster of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> 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 and it's all he's just... But Mike Tyson plays himself as a proper idiot. I don't know how they got him to do it. Probably money. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, he's... Um... He's he's been like uh, I don't know if, I wouldn't know if you would consider them friends, but I think I've seen clips of him on a show being interviewed by Norm. Yeah, yeah they seem to be having a, they seem to be having a good time together. Yeah, you know, mucking around and he's pretending to sort of attack him and stuff. So maybe maybe that was enough for them to be sort of because <laughs> he tells a joke to Mike Tyson, doesn't he? What do you call a gay boxer? Mike Tyson says Norm Macdonald, and then they have a little like ribbing like yeah. each other. But I've, I still don't know the punchline. <laughs> what, what you do call a gay boxer well you know my thoughts on mike tyson he's 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 incredibly frightened because he's um i think he's kind of aware of himself now mike tyson isn't he he's like rather than the, like you say yeah. i think if you're in a room he'd still beat you up if you called him a name but uh he kind yeah. of when he goes on shows there's a bit of a laugh now he was like in the uh opening monologue of the tony awards on stage with neil patrick harris like in a suit dancing and stuff you know like <laughs> Mike Wallace was a great friend. I love Mike. He did me on 60 Minutes, yeah. and it was really great. They were very laudatory. Uh-huh. And he said to me, we were so good to you, I'm going to kill the next three guys we do. <laughs> Mike was a grand guy. I said, he had dementia at the end. <laughs> and I, that's funny to you. <laughs> you know, McDonald, I want to tell you. No, it's a very odd thing to say. If you're looking, if you're looking to broaden your horizons, I don't think it's one. To no. laugh no, because at you someone who laugh. had dementia. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at that you said. Uh, he was you the best. You just said. I loved him. Mike it Wallace was, sad. was a great guy. He had he dementia was... at the end. You got a guy who had. It just seems so harsh, didn't it? <laughs> but he's laughing at what? Why? What's the point of Larry King saying that rather than the fact that he had dementia, yeah. obviously? <laughs> Yeah, but that, I mean, Larry King is old, isn't he? Yeah, God, God, is he old? Yeah. Larry King is is an old old man, and and old people do that, don't they? They yeah. they do sort of add unnecessary detail. You know, like um, Grandpa Simpson. Yeah, in the Simpsons would always <laughs> kind of tell stories, wouldn't he? And then would just start sort of saying irrelevant kind of details and that. And I, I don't know, it's just that um, those those sort of Norm Macdonald live those online yeah. things. There's because, because it was his own thing, and it wasn't necessarily you know like when when you're on the TV, there is an element of other people. Yeah, uh, decided what what can and can't. Yeah, sure. Go in and all that those, like jazz. Yeah. So some of the most uh, near the mark bits that I've seen and laughed at. 
over the last couple of years of watching him are from his own thing that was sort of online content only and his yeah. show with him, him and a guest and then the uh, Adam Eget is like the is he yeah. like the LA comedy store sort of yeah manager DM kind of thing yeah and he's kind of um, his, his sidekick in it isn't he and then any jokes are yeah, really sidekick, harsh. a yeah. bit of a whipping a bit of a whipping boy yeah, as well isn't he that's he the point of him being there yeah on that Norm Macdonald live there's there's the, I didn't know the guy's name I recognized him from being in films and that called Fred Fred Stoller Fred Stoller yeah that's a, a funny episode because the um uh, norm says something makes him laugh which shouldn't yeah and then from then on anything norm mcdonald says when he's getting to this sort of controversial punchline bit he yeah. stops and says to the guest right now don't laugh at this next <laughs> bit <laughs> <laughs> and i think we need to maybe do some start doing some podcasts on people of comedians we like who are still alive <laughs> we can still enjoy <laughs> so yeah. if anyone's got any suggestions really Really young, young, yeah. healthy comedian yeah. like Joel Domit. Yeah, <laughs> but he's too healthy. I think the, the, his health is taken away from his comedy. I think of, what's, what's yeah. that? Uh, the film Funny People, and I think Jonah Hill is talking, and he goes, "No one wants to see Lance Armstrong do comedy. Like <laughs> you want like <laughs> ugly people doing comedy. You know, good-looking people yeah. should be allowed to be funny." Well, I went to that to socialist podcast. We've both been now. You went Hackney, and I was it went Cardiff. Yeah. And they were talking about, um, I can't remember how they came up, but they were talking about a peeping Tom. And they said, like, in the 80s, like, a peeping Tom are like, if you think, what, what in your head, Rocker, what does a peeping Tom do? I suppose the classic is peering into people's houses. Yeah, what's that uh, called nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the name, the name is like nowhere near serious enough, is it? No, oh, yeah, oh, you know, Brian, he was a peeping Tom. <laughs> and now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like a sort of, yeah, like a jovial name, doesn't it? Yeah, and then oh, it's, I don't know what the actual uh, of crime is, but it is a crime. <laughs> yeah, in, uh, but in America, they, in America, they call them just peepers, don't they? Is it really? Peeper. And I just think it's weird how we've decided to attach a name to it because at some point, yeah, who is Tom's? <laughs> yeah, someone's just thought, well, I, I I like I like peeping Tom, so bad luck to anyone called <laughs> yeah. Tom. Yeah, you, that bloke Tom is already always in your garden. He's always peeping, isn't it? Oh, what peeping Tom? It's got like it like that must be associated with that one person. It's a good job that doesn't like oh <laughs> associate with other things like kill your Gary or <laughs> <laughs> you know murder a Keith you know okay mate I'll speak to you during the week yeah will do see you soon mate yeah look after yourself cheers mate please subscribe to us at youtube review podcast.blogspot.com or see us on twitter at Rockle Russell 1.